human rights record is set to be reviewed by the United Nations for the first time today. According to the United Nations, South Africa submitted a report to the Committee on the Implementations of its Human Rights Obligations. Non-governmental organizations have also sent a report for consideration. Last month, the Right to Know campaign, Privacy International and the Association for Progressive Communications submitted a joint report on surveillance and privacy issues in South Africa. And for more on this, we join in the line now by the Right to Know campaign's national spokesperson, Murray Hunter. Thanks for speaking to us this morning. Morning, Fikina. Always a pleasure. Thank you for having us. Now, Murray, let's just start by uh, getting an understanding of what exactly is going on here. Uh, If you could just give us some clarity on the list of issues uh, that the United Nations will be looking at. Well, what this is, is the the UN Human Rights Committee is doing a, a, a kind of routine review of South Africa's implementation of the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights. Uh, so South Africa is, is a signatory to that covenant, uh, and as a result, um, uh, we're being reviewed on our compliance with the covenant, uh, and, and essentially all of those rights you will find contained in, in our Bill of Rights in the Constitution as well. And then uh, yourself, along with a few other uh, civil society organizations, um, you've also submitted a report highlighting some serious concern about the state of surveillance in South Africa. Now, talk to us about that and also why you believe this is important. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, look, I think that, that the South Africans who have been following the news, uh, for instance, with the, with the scandal around SARS and this rogue unit, um, it, it's, it's no secret to us that, that surveillance appears to be becoming an increasing issue in, in the South African political space. You can see that the role of the intelligence agencies and this issue of spies and spooks and surveillance is uh, you know, really creeping into the democratic space and it's starting to become part of the, uh, 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 the political tussles that we see around key institutions. Uh, in South Africa, the right to privacy is protected, um, and of course there are supposed to be important safeguards on the intelligence agencies, but we see uh, evidence that, 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 that surveillance is, is uh, open to abuse. We, we see certain problems with the laws that we have in place, such as the regulation of uh, interception of communications, RICA, which is our South African uh, surveillance law. So what we've said is the right to know is that uh, our concerns around RICA is that uh, uh, it's not a transparent law. It, it provide, perhaps fi- provides too much scope for surveillance to be used against ordinary citizens. We've seen evidence that, that surveillance is being used against investigative journalists, uh, who you know making it a media freedom issue as well. And we've seen evidence that was in fact exposed by a ministerial commission that uh, the South African government has mass surveillance capabilities similar to those that were exposed uh, by the whistleblower Edward Snowden. So we have our local surveillance issues uh, there as well. Now, if, if so- the South African government is engaged in what we call mass surveillance, which is essentially the, the bulk monitoring of millions of people's communication, uh, that isn't empowered by any law in South Africa. Uh, and, and the ministerial commission has found that we have these capabilities, so there's a real question about how those capabilities are being used, what safeguards are in place, and what does this mean for, for ordinary South Africans listening at home who may start to wonder how secure are their communications, who's listening in when we're making calls, who's maybe got access to our messages, who's monitoring our social media. These are real questions, and we haven't seen uh, a very satisfactory answers to them uh, by the government. So when we see these kinds of scandals like the rogue uh, SARS unit scandal uh, happening at kind of up, the upper levels of our politics, I think the question needs to come down to the ground and how is it affecting ordinary citizens.
And um, you, what would you then say would be best practice around this internationally? Because there are issues of uh, cybersecurity that are of concern mm. here. So I, I think that, that internationally we've seen uh, a, a range of new principles and, and best practice being developed. Uh, and, and it would be important for South Africa as a, as a world leader to come to the table. Uh, the, the thing that we, we're saying is that any of these practices uh, uh, may be necessary for government, but there needs to be a transparent law in place. There needs to be a lot of stronger oversight in place. And there need to be clear limitations on how these kinds of invasive capabilities can be used, whether it's cybercrime uh, and Internet communications, whether it's your cell phone communications. Uh, we need much stronger protections in place for the right to privacy. And, of course, when it comes to um, uh, the private sector, our, our service providers like MTN, Celsi, Vodacom, Telcom, they really need to come to the table a lot more to say what are they going to do to protect users' privacy, what are they going to do uh, uh, to protect um, uh, ordinary citizens against government surveillance. We've seen in the U.S. Um, Apple, for instance, has really come forward uh, to push back against government surveillance and it's now time for local, uh, local service providers to step up in that way as well. And what happens after the UN have done their, uh, their review? What then happens with that um, information that was passed on and their feedback? Well, essentially now uh, uh, the, the government has a chance to, to answer questions that will be put to them by the UN Human Rights Committee. Uh, at that, you know, following that, the committee will release a report finding... Uh, whether or not there are any concerns about how South Africa is implementing uh, uh, its commitment to, to sort of what we call uh, political or civil rights. Uh, and, and from there, it would be up to us as, as, as the people of South Africa to, to begin to see that those recommendations are implemented. Marie Hunter, thank you so much for your time this morning, a national spokesperson for the Right to Know campaign.